This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. You ready? Nope. Me neither. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to Fantasy Island. All right, just kidding. Anyway, welcome to I Used to Watch This. I am Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. And I got a little ahead of myself. Sorry, Mike. I couldn't help it. That's all Seeing, right. Uh, I Mr. War. Huh? <laughs> I understand the excitement, yeah. Fantasy Island is the best show ever. I don't know. When I was a it's kid, a, it's like it was a poor definitely... man's it's a poor man's uh, Twilight Zone, right? Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, it was definitely one of the top shows. I was like, Oh yeah. Definitely. If there is such a place I want to go. Right. But... Definitely. But anyway, so that's our show for today. But before we get to that. Um, if any of you guys had uh, follow our uh, Instagram account, which is I used to watch this, um, or our Facebook, uh, you might have noticed we took a picture. Mike and I last night went to go see a podcast live. Uh, how did this get made? With uh, uh, June, uh, pa- uh, Paul Shear, and Jason Mantukas, and uh, we had a good time. I don't know. Mike it and was, I were, was, you know, we were making plans for our first live show. <laughs> that's right. At, at the Chicago Theater. At the Chicago Theater. Uh, we're just going to go right the, into the Chicago Theater, 5300 we'll seat theater or whatever it is. Or 3,500, right. what did they say it was? Uh, I think they said there were about 3,500 people there last yeah. night. So, yeah. So, and it was sold out. Sold out show. Two Those, sold they're out hilarious. Shows. I love yeah. it. And, you know, it's funny telling my wife, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to see a podcast. Right. It didn't. It didn't ring right. <laughs> that does but. not compute. <laughs> yeah. So back to our Cylon episode. We saw, uh, yeah, we saw a podcast. That was, doesn't make uh, it. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, the movie was uh, the Adventures of Pinocchio, right? Pinocchio with, with Justin Taylor Thomas and uh, Martin Landau, and it was, was a it terrible movie. Um, Jonathan, <laughs> but Taylor they made Thomas, it fun. Man. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. What did I say? I Justin. don't know what his name was. You're getting JTT mixed up with JT. So I think is that what the, it is? Justin Timberlake yeah. and uh, <laughs> Taylor Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> they're so similar. Um, they but are. yeah, no, it was a good time. Um, it's <laughs> terrible movie. It was terrible. Oh my movie. God, I don't recommend going to see this unless you're. But or, really good material. Yes. like it's. I actually think that was a good movie to see just because of how weird it was. It, sure yeah i mean yeah. and it's a, it like it was supposed to be a kids movie and like they said it's it's kind of terrifying i mean it's, yeah, yeah. It, it didn't really bizarre, i mean i know there's different levels yeah the story of pinocchio is kind of scary in itself you know some of the stuff that they go through but this took it to another level but i guess we, there was someone in the crowd that was talking about the real book which i've never read um, no, I mean, no, not a, not on my reading list. But, but it seems like um, that was even darker than this movie or any Pinocchio version we've ever seen. So, go read the book. Right, right. read it to your your kids, to your grandkids. Yeah. And... Especially if your kids are around 
five or younger, right before they go to bed. (laughs) Sweet dreams. And then uh, run out of the room. All right. So, Mike, what did we see then? We saw we watched uh, for this episode, we watched watched Fantasy Island. Which one did we watch? It's uh, season one, episode nine, The Funny Girl, Butch, and Sundance. Yeah. I mean, that's what it was called. Yes. So if that kind of hints a little bit at at who showed up at the island, um, or at least what their fantasy was. Right. (laughs) Kind of make it out a little bit from that, but. Right. There were there were so a couple where do we begin, Mike? Biggish biggish names, I guess, in this one. Um, the one that jumped out at me right away when Mike recommended this episode was Marcia Strassman. She was uh, Mrs. Cotter on Welcome Back, Cotter. So that's what I know her from. Um, and there was uh, uh, Dennis Cole, which was a big '60s TV star, was uh, the hunky beef guy, beefy guy. <laughs> And uh, then Christopher Connolly uh, was was he Butch or Sundance? I forget which one was. I, you know, I don't know. You know, to be honest with you, even the real Butch and Sundance movie, I have no idea. Like yeah, who played no. which character, I don't know. But anyway, those were the ones that uh, jumped out at me. I'm sure there were other people that probably did something besides uh, Ricardo. There and- may have been like the bank, the bank teller. Oh yeah, the bank he, he seemed teller. Seemed like yeah, a guy that. Right. You- yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about him. Um, Henry Jones. Um, oh, so hold on. You have him? You looked him up. <laughs> well, I have the IMDb still open, but yeah, he, yeah, was he definitely looked of... like someone that I've seen before, you know? Yeah. He, he was in a ton of stuff, uh, especially back in the day, but he was in BJ and the bear. <laughs> he looks like he was on Mrs. Columbo. Um, we have not done that show and we probably will not, but our friends over at launching the pilot did. So. Uh, Mrs. Columba? Yeah, yeah. I'm not even, I'm not sure if I even knew that existed. Yeah, it's not very good. Um, Maybe we talked about it. I don't know. (coughs) Memory's not what it used to be. Oh, he was on Phyllis. TV show Phyllis. Phyllis. I know I watched that. What was that? Oh, wait. I'm thinking of something else. What the Uh, hell was Phyllis? Was Cloris Leachman? I don't know. She moves back to her hometown of San Francisco with her teenage daughter and the sudden death of her husband. I don't know. I remember it being on TV. I just don't remember much about it. It was a couple seasons long. But he's been in a ton of stuff. You see him. You look him up. Uh, you know who he is. Henry Jones. Anyway, those were the big ones that I noticed. All right. Yeah, I think that, that probably covers it. Yes. It, so, it far, all right. So yeah, first ahead. of all, I'm, I'm going to take responsibility for picking this episode because – I picked this episode and (laughs) it wasn't really, there wasn't a lot of logic to it. I just sort of picked it. So I was explaining to my wife, she's like, Oh, what, what, what show are you guys doing this week? I'm like, Oh, fantasy. Oh, cool. You know what, what episode? So I tell her a little bit about it. She's like, why'd you pick that one? (laughs) So now I'm like second guessing the choice, but we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Why'd you pick that episode? <laughs> That's great. Right. All right. So like we start off. Yeah, right, exactly. Um so we start off and it's we find out it's Tattoo's birthday or it's coming up. And yes. we also find out, which if we didn't know already, that Tattoo is kind of a horn dog, right? Because all he cares oh, yeah. about is presents and pretty ladies. He wants to open presents. 
and have pretty ladies around. And basically, right. Mr. Which Work is like, so, you need to reevaluate. It sounds your like goals. <laughs> doesn't that like reflect his real life too? Wasn't that the kind of guy he was? Or am I well, imagining that the, just from the show? Yes, I was going to say something else, but yeah, yes, yeah, I think that was yes, probably it, correct. I was, okay. I was going to generalize, any, and I shouldn't. So that's, uh, I don't have any uh, sources of information, and then I'm just right. You know, kind of pulling from memory. Yeah. No. 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 And you know, Mister Works like, no, no, no. We do that all the time. We're gonna have a quiet dinner. Maybe play some chess, drink some sherry. Yeah. You know, just kind of chill out. You know, basically like you're an adult now. <laughs> let's uh, let's act right, like it. Right. But, but dude, uh, you're on Fantasy Island. You don't yeah. want to have like a snifter and and like play chess. Yeah, you yeah. you want to do some craziness, right? But they, uh, yeah. So he's not very happy. I actually have a little clip of the beginning here. Where he's a little mad about it. No presents, chess, sherry. He must be kidding. That's it. He's kidding. I hope he's kidding. <laughs> So he's thinking that Mr. Work is playing a little trick on him. And right. what he's, he's known opening. of Mr. Work from his whole time working with him, you would think that because he basically that's what he does to every guest that comes on the island, right? Right. Teaches him a little lesson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just thinking, how much could you expect from your boss on your birthday anyway? Uh, well, I think they're I'm, more than – they're yeah, I think they're a little more than boss and – Subordinate. I think they're kind of friends. You think too. it goes beyond that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mostly, it's just the fact that he calls him boss. Well, always. I, he says it affectionately. Okay. <laughs> but I think maybe he's a little afraid of Mister Work because he knows he has some kind of, you know, yeah. weird powers he's, or something. He's the devil, <laughs> or yeah, whatever he's right. supposed to be. Yeah. Which I don't think they ever explain. Um. But anyway, so now the boat comes, or the plane comes, seaplane comes, right? Yeah, the boat. And uh, the uh, first one comes off, and he's basically describing she's, what was her name in the show again? Um, Jay something. She was a super popular TV star. Uh, K. Penny, sorry, K. Penny. Oh, yeah, yeah, K. Penny. Now, was that her, I forget, was that her stage name? That was name? her stage name, right. Okay, K. Penny, okay. But she feels her life too empty. She was like, yeah, empty. she yeah. was a comedian, like yeah. a famous, funny, funny lady. Yeah, and she just wants to be like a regular person. And right. the interesting thing is, what I thought about that uh, was just thinking about like some famous comedians. Like, take like Robin Williams, for example, who took his own life. There's a lot of comedians that actually get like this you know their life becomes empty you know even with the comedy and stuff there's always like trying to fill a hole i mean am i getting too deep for this no but but it is and then that obviously this time what this whatever year this was obviously i don't think that really happened that often people didn't probably think about that but it's probably real whoever wrote this episode probably knew some comedian that's like uh dude this sucks i'm doing drugs every day to keep myself going yeah yeah, that's the the dark side. Yeah. Th- thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, no problem. And uh, let's bring it down a little farther. And uh, <laughs> yeah. So then, what? The next, the two guys come off the 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 plane, and <laughs> I don't. Was it Mister Work or Tattoos? Like, 
they look like two cats about to share a canary. I don't know what that's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they were just up to no good. But there are two guys but, that live an ordered and regimented life, and they want a little bit of excitement and danger. Yeah, so it sounded to me like I, I don't know. There's a there's a lot to be read into these two guys when they got off the plane. Like, are they business partners? Are they life partners? <laughs> I don't think they, they were life partners. Are they high rollers? It seemed like they had a ton of money. Yeah. Maybe well, not. I think everyone I that know. comes here like, has a lot of money because it's expensive, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I would think that too. Uh, but there was a couple couple things. If I remember them throughout the, the show, I'll mention them, why, why I thought they might be like, come from like money, you know? Yeah, they probably right. do. But uh, So yeah, so their, their fantasy is to become uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I think right. they called them their heroes. Right. Which which is weird, you know. Anyway, but uh, it's like they should have basically gone to Westworld, right? Because isn't that what Westworld's right. all about? <laughs> Do you ever watch yeah, Westworld? I... No. No. Because that's it. what it is. You're basically like, you go there because you want something different. So they're... they're like androids or whatever, but they're human-like. And it's basically wild, the wild west. You just go and blow fucking people away. <laughs> and like fun. do whatever, but they're all robots, so it doesn't matter. So, so nobody gets hurt. It's all... Right, exactly. And the robots can't yeah. hurt humans or something. I don't know. Um, all right. Listen for our next podcast. Uh, what's up on Westworld? Coming soon <laughs> to your podcast. <laughs> is, that like, is that something that's on now? Yeah, it's an HBO show. So they oh, okay. season two ended a while back. Season three is coming soon, I think. Interesting. Yeah, but but there was a movie in the early seventies called Westworld, the Michael Crichton movie. Really? And, Same concept. Uh, right. Yeah, and that's yeah. They okay. just updated it for HBO. Yeah. Got it. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. The, so these guys wanted to be Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Which is just, it's, I don't know, man. It's just kind of bored. a strange one. Yeah. Yeah, let's be hey, we cowboy. we want to rob like some outlaws. banks and stuff and be outlaws because we're kind of bored. Right. What about philanthropy? Would... <laughs> about yeah, right. <laughs> and, and I mean, I don't know the Butch Cassidy, Sundance Kid, like real story if they're like if right, they killed yeah. a ton of people. You know, I don't know. I would just assume that if you're, you know, robbers, you kill people. But... Yeah. Right. No, I don't know. It's is it kind of like uh remember when uh what was was it Bobby Brady was like a fan of Jesse James from the Jesse Brady Jesse James. <laughs> yes. And then he then he ends up like shooting his whole family in a dream like Yeah, no, what Jesse. he meet he meets his like Je- the guy that's like Jesse James killed my grandfather. Oh yeah, that's like right. That. Mike Brady had they some guy this, come like, over. Yeah. Some old dude. I don't know how he tracked him down, but he right, threw without a scare the into Bobby. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Bobby had nightmares that he was like just popping caps and all his brothers <laughs> yeah. and sisters. Yeah. yeah. Go watch Disturbing. that Brady Bunch episode. So um, yeah, so if you like, yeah, I want to be Jesse James. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't get it, but okay. So that's who they want to be, whatever. They want some excitement. Yes. Uh, and that's it, right? There was no one else on the plane. That was it, yeah. Just the two stories. Yeah. Yeah. Is there always only two? Sometimes there's I three? I think so. Yeah. Well, there kind of okay. was a third almost little bit one. Yeah. 
sort of. Yeah. Basically, basically, I think they got done with the script. They're like, mm, we're a little light here. Yeah. They're like, what the hell are we going to do with this? How are we going to wrap this up? But, um, also, the funny girl story is boring as hell. We, we, yeah. We can't, we can't stretch this one out any longer. People will be sleeping. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so anyway, um, the two dudes come rolling up on horses already to see Mr. Work. They must have... Went right to their bungalows, and the horses were waiting outside, and they just changed into their clothes. And uh, Mr. Work yeah, tells they, them what he's got to do. You know, go down this trail right here, five miles. There'll be a bank. You know, if you want to take a little bit of money, you can. And then the hideout is, like, just beyond them. Um, but, of course, yes. he has to explain the dark side of it, right? As he always yes. does, explains the danger. So I got a clip of that him of him, uh, Mr. Work, explaining the danger of the being Sundance and Butch and Sundance. But um, you do realize, of course, that the two men you've chosen to emulate were outlaws, wanted men with a price on their heads. We understand what you're saying, Mr. Rourke, but the risk you speak of is exactly why we came here. Well, then I will leave you now. And wish you luck in the dangerous roles you've taken on. Come along, too. The women in the old west were real women. <laughs> wow. I left that part of you. Throwing that in there. <laughs> they were I'm gonna say, women. Uh, like, I don't, I'm not going to get any women in my, because my Mr. Work won't have any women coming to my birthday. <laughs> yeah, Can I come right. with you? He's really screwing up my birthday. Can I just yeah, ride some... in like the saddlebag on your? <laughs> <laughs> or what was that? Like how... When we did Battlestar Galactica, the kid on the pony, he could be yeah. like on a pony. Yeah, yeah. I did like uh, in this though when like Mr. Work was talking, you got like that kind of ominous music in the background, and then the yeah. guys would start talking. It's like just Western like fireside music, like a harmonica, and it would keep switching yeah. back and forth. But I will say this show always Ricardo Montalban, he he always he did a great job I think making like when he wanted to be a little sinister sounding he did a really good job yes. with that I thought I would call it almost evil yeah you know yeah he's, it's almost like he's threatening your life right there right like, by the way go remember. have fun you pay for this fantasy and you might die <laughs> you know right. basically yeah i would do it but the ricardo Montalban version i do is more like a vampire so you do <laughs> i want to suck your blood <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> uh but anyway the basically the guy's like man let's go rob the bank that'd be fun yeah well they're like and they and they kill a couple jokes like they overdo them so like they go to the bank and they're like well, you know, hey, all right, there's a couple things I got to get off my chest right here. Yeah. Um, one is how often he calls the guy Sundance. Sundance, we should go do this. Sundance, let's go here. Sundance. <laughs> well, they don't I'm want like, you to God forget sakes. who they are. <laughs> like, call him kid or something. Like, a, that's too, that's like too long. Or I don't know, Sundance. Right. It's just a, it's a mouthful. Like, how many people do you know whose names are two syllables that you actually use both of them? <laughs> when you talk to you know, him. even one. Like I was out with you last <laughs> night, all night, right? I probably didn't even say your name the whole night. I mean, who the hell else am I talking to? We're the only two people <laughs> were together, right? 
So I don't know. Plus, it's the same. So that name, bothered so it's me. Just weird. Keep saying your same. Yeah, name. that's true. That's true. <laughs> but so that bothered me, and it distracted me from the from the show. At several points, I was just I would stop and think about why they were doing that. And then the other thing is, they're going to rob the bank. Mister Rourke already alluded to the fact that they could rob this bank, or it's an opportunity for them. And then Butch says. I want to stop at the bank before we go to the hideout, make a withdrawal. So, okay, there's your, you know, that's funny. You make a withdrawal. You're really going to rob them. And then they use that same joke over like three times. Like they oh, go tell the, they tell their posse, we had to make a withdrawal. And then they tell somebody else, we made a withdrawal at the bank. Like, all right. The bank robbery joke, you can't, you can't, you can use it once and then yeah. you're done. That sounds legit. That's all. That's all. Just a little frustration I had. Gotcha. Okay. I'm better now. Um, and then we go to see Mr. Work drop off K. Um, they right. go over this rise, and there's this town like sitting in a valley. She's like, hey, it looks just like my hometown. And he's like, uh, I know. This is, yeah. <laughs> this is a special town, by the way. The mountains here prevent any TV signals from coming in, so nobody's going to know who you are. My thought is, why are these people still living there if they can't get TV? <laughs> <laughs> right. Or why aren't they building the antenna? But right. Why don't they build one up on the mountain and run a line down or something? And then, and here's my thought. I was like, okay, th- these are all hired townspeople. This is a set. Mr. Work hires all these people. She's well, like that's the thing. Does he hire these people? What actress. does he do? How does this work? Although that's right, because there was that. What was that? Um, um, on the pilot, right? Remember when uh, Bill Bixby was going to kill that, <laughs> kill the girl? He's oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mister right. Rourke, I didn't sign up for this, or what is she, <laughs> she says? Yeah, that's right. So maybe they are hired. I don't know. So that's what I was thinking. I'm like, this is a, a town of frauds. They're just all actors. <laughs> a town of frauds. You but know. it's almost like they didn't know that they were. I don't know. It's. I don't know, because I was thinking, like, one of the first things that happened is, like, I don't know if she hitchhikes or what happens, but somehow this guy picks her up, right? Yeah. And gives her a ride. Yeah, was his name Lloyd? You know, yeah, Lloyd. Yeah, so handsome Lloyd picks her up. He's got his son. Right there, like, I see, you know, kind of pre, I don't know, what do you call it? Like, pre-designed, uh... Some type of scenario going to play out because yeah. handsome guy about her age, it's got a kid. Uh, you know, it's almost clear at that point that the mother had died from you know something. <laughs> yeah, you know something's <laughs> wrong, right? Yeah, so it was just like very convenient. That's I agree. All. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to keep going on. Yeah, no, that's that's all. But you're right. All right, it's just it was just convenient. Yeah, very convenient uh, setup, and it get as we progress, it got even more convenient. Oh yeah. All right, so we go back to the old West guys, Butch and Sundance, and uh, like you said, they get to the bank. They said they want to withdraw some money. The guys like, well, do you have an account? He's <laughs> like, no, yeah, we'd like to open up one, and he pulls a gun out, you know. And the guy gives them money. They yeah. walk out, and someone knows they're like notices them, like, hey, it's Butch and Sundance. And they're like, yeah, tell your friends you had the distinct pleasure of being robbed by us or <laughs> something like that. Yeah, and. Right. Uh, some guys come out and they start shooting at them, of course, and they start, you know, they jump on their horses and run away. 
And that was the extent of that. They're now established outlaws. Yes. They're pretty excited about it. You know, they had fun. And they, you know, go off down the trail to go meet their friends. And and they have like prearranged friends. Right. Exactly. Like a posse, right? Yeah, exactly. They're just waiting for him, even though they've never met or something. <laughs> right. And I, I couldn't really tell if they like knew them. Like, did the other guys? I don't know. I don't it think so. Because at one point, they like introduced themselves, right? Did they? To okay. Them. But yeah. how, why were they there? <laughs> what were they waiting for? I don't know. Like, they had made plans to be part of their gang in advance. Okay. There must have been some interview process. <laughs> yeah. Part of the possible. some intermediary. They have the yes. Butch and Sundance's secretary uh, set up a meeting. <laughs> they outsourced it somewhere. Yeah. But... Ow. Anyway, sorry about that. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, so then we go back to Kay's story, and like you said, she got that ride from that super handsome guy, and right. they he drops so, yeah. her off. At so this far, Kay's story house. is a her story is like a hallmark. Yes. Yes. It's it's very not exciting. exciting. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Well, you figure uh, maybe they thought when they did this when they put this episode together, like, all right, the dudes are gonna want to watch the Butch and Sundance stuff, and yeah, the wives are gonna want to watch K. It probably was good. Good planning from for a show perspective, right? And they flip back and forth fast enough where you wouldn't really lose interest, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, she he drops her off at this boarding house, and um, she's like, "Hey, do you have a room?" She's like, "Well, if you're a friend of Lloyd's, uh, sure." I'm like, "What?" So you, if she wasn't, she wouldn't be allowed to rent a room. That's discriminatory. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, we we've got one room, but you got to know Lloyd. Yeah, exactly. This is a Lloyd friends only room. Um, Although it was, I did notice too. So this guy picked her up supposedly, right? And uh, she hitchhiked into town, dropped her off there. And I don't know. I've never picked up a hitchhiker. I don't care what town I was in, but he gets out and he runs around the car to open the door for her. And she just sits there and waits for him. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't know you. Why am I opening the door for you? Hey, Mike, in, in small towns, that's how you treat the hitchhikers. Is that how it is? I don't even do it in yes. my town with my <laughs> wife. With your wife. With your own wife. Yeah. No, I, yeah. On anyway. Fantasy Island, that's how it's done. But Yeah, so she, go, she goes in. The lady says, you can call me Aunt Mary. Everybody does. Yeah. And she likes the name and, Catherine. Yeah. So they, they got along swimmingly. So she yeah. got the room, and, and then she she, I I don't know if like right away, but she starts, you know, trying to establish herself. She's got to find a job, right? Right. Yeah. So she starts strolling the town looking for a job. Um. But yeah, we come back to that in a minute because first the boys ride up to the hideout, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. the guys the guys that are there they're waiting for them because they've been trying to hit this stagecoach that's carrying gold for three weeks and they haven't <laughs> succeeded yet <laughs> in the same spot right every well, I mean you know I don't know how often but yeah like right. whenever and it passes through town they yeah, try to run no it. time have they beefed up security on this stagecoach but I guess if they failed right. all the times why would they beef up security true. So now they think that, you know, they'll be able to do it. Like, all right, let's go. We'll get this stagecoach. 
and yeah, well, Butch um, is like maybe the right men haven't tried. Right, exactly. I'm like, wow, kind of a jerk to his own posse. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you guys obviously don't have what it takes, but we're <laughs> Butch and Sundance, and Not if sure anybody's going to the screening process, yeah, if anyone's going to take down this stagecoach, it's going to be us. All right, so then we go back to Kay. She's now walking through town, and she sees a sign for a job at a pharmacy. So she's like, "Oh!" And just as she gets up there, the guy's like, "That uh, the pharmacist, I guess, or the owner, is going to take the sign down." She's like, "Oh, I was coming to get a sign, or coming to get a job with a sign." And he's like, "Well, you don't look much like a soda jerk, and we already have one." I'm like, "Well, why is this sign out there then?" Yeah, right. And then the kid comes out. He's like full of ice cream. He's like. Uh, the shake machine's not working right. Yeah, yeah. Like they made him have like relief. a. Yeah, this was the comedy relief. It was like a buffoon. Yeah, yeah. And, and so he the guy tells him the guy makes hey, some the kind doctor of comment around the corner needs a receptionist. What's that? He, he makes some kind of comment though. He's like, "Check back with me tomorrow." Like, right? Yeah, exactly. He'll be firing this guy, but yeah. Um. So yeah. So. He tells him that the doctor on the cor- tells her the doctor on the corner needs a receptionist. She walks in. There's animals all around, so it's actually a vet. She's like, "Oh, and <laughs> guess who the vet happens to be?" Doctor Lloyd, our friend Lloyd. Yeah, not only blonde and handsome, but he's also a doctor and loves animals. Yes, right. I mean, he's perfect. And then he's like, yeah. "Hey, uh, are you afraid of cats?" She's like, "No." And he like points to there's like a freaking cougar in there or something right. like that. Like loose. It's just like walking around in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like like growling. I'm like, whose pet is this? Who brings a mountain lion in the freaking no, office? Right. And let me, uh, seriously, like I've seen like, you know, I see these lion tamers and people that work with animal animal trainers. And yeah, I I would never be in the same room with something of that caliber no ever <laughs> ever like there's no you could no matter how tame you tell me that animal is yeah i don't even care if it's sedated i don't want to be near it but look we removed all his teeth he's fine yeah <laughs> he's declawed and has no teeth still it probably exactly. has more power than me it would crush me somehow right but yeah <laughs> that's why i don't work with animals anyway yeah so then we cut away and go back to the stagecoach is coming. Um, it's coming down and Butch is like climbing up in a tree um, that just happens to hang over the trail, I guess he's taking because it's not a road. And he jumps onto the back of the stagecoach. And so go did ahead. I miss something? Because I don't think I, so. I must have looked away because I was like, did he fall? He looked like, was he falling? Well, he jumped. Or was it planned? Missed, missed his jump a little bit. And he landed like towards the back, so he was kind of hanging off the back of it. Oh, okay, all right, that catches you know? me up. All right, and he's hanging off the back and getting dragged back there, like Indiana Jones in reverse. Oh no, actually, Indiana Jones didn't he get dragged by a horse. Yeah, in one of them, right? Or, yeah, car, yeah, yeah. Well, know. the car was the first one, but I think he got dragged behind. But anyway, I think it was three with uh, yeah, it was three. Um, but. Uh, He's like, stop, you're being robbed or something like that. I forgot what he was saying. He was kept, yeah. t- kept telling him to stop because you're being robbed. And the guys up front are like, what's going on back there? And they're, you know, they do, I don't know. Then the other guys just come out of nowhere and they all stop. And 
they take a chest out of it and then I don't know, the stagecoach the just guys leaves? just take off. Yeah. <laughs> right? So like on your way now. Yeah. But the They don't even have the box open yet. Right, exactly. They could have had a fake one. And uh basically they tell him uh it's like, Hey, you got it, you know, you it's your honor to shoot the lock off. So he's very excited about that. And it's filled with cash, so they just kinda hand it all out. Yeah, and they said it was full of gold, the guys originally, the stagecoach. Right. Full there of was gold. not one piece of gold in there, was there? No gold, no. Okay. No. Um, but uh, yeah, so maybe, they all go to maybe celebrate, it had gold. but they went to gold go on back the into town. one-way trip and what? then, what? you know, cashed it in and got the, the, the cash on the other. Back, right. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes total sense. Just trying to weave the story. Right. So they want to go back in town and party and celebrate, but then they realize they're wanted men because they robbed the bank. So in order to go and celebrate, they decided to go give the money back. Right. Which Which, is a good plan, but they probably should have thought, hey, our hideout is right around the corner from the bank. Probably shouldn't have robbed it. (laughs) Exactly. To start with. It's not like they're not going to know where we are. Yeah, plan B is good. Pay them back. So they, and they actually back. return it with interest too. Yeah, he's they like, do. And then they, hey, tell the town people that we did this. So you know they're all cool with us hanging out at the saloon down the the street there. You know, right? Yeah. But um, and then I think they head right to the saloon, right? I mean, yeah, give it a much. chance for word to spread a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then we see Tattoo give a drink to a guy. All we see is his back at first. He's all black. I'm like, this doesn't look good. Oh, yeah. And this is part of the one of the things where we kind of see like another fantasy going on. So this turns out to be a guy whose fantasy is to be Wyatt Earp. So they yeah, send. Yeah, like he's read. He's read everything on Wyatt right. Earp. And knows, like, he's already knows the quick draws and everything. Yeah. So now Mr. Work is going to, he's sending them after Butch and Sundance. So it's kind of like two fantasies in one. Yeah. Which so really, why, he's like, getting. Why like, didn't we see this guy come in? How did, where, how did he get to the island? A different plane? Oh, it's probably another plane. Planes is are he, probably always coming in and out of there. You think? Is there like, there's other, there's just constant fantasies happening? Where, probably. Where privy to certain ones. I mean, there's okay. probably a lot of overhead there, so they got to have fantasies running 24-7 <laughs> to keep that place yeah, afloat. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you figure... Especially if the all those people are actors. Yeah, the maintenance costs for the airplane, right? You got all the bungalows. You got all the help there. Do you see all those women they had working that just stood there and handed out drinks? They got to pay them. Yes. Um, Plus, yeah, the harem for... Tattoo for tattoo, right? Yeah, I'm sure he had a lot of happy. lawsuits he had to settle too, and yeah. uh, stuff like that. So there's yeah, a lot of overhead. They got to keep those things going. Yeah, true. Um, so what happens then? Then da, 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 da. so oh, so yeah, so he basically says, oh, yeah, you know, Mr. Rourke hands him the wanted poster of Butch yeah, Cassidy right. and the Sundance Kid. Yeah, and like this. Gets the guys like in his groove now. This is what he's here for, right? So he's excited, and that's kind of he sends him off. Yep. And uh, we get a little interlude here because then we see Mr. Rourke talking to one of the ladies that works on the property, and Tattoo shows up. He's like, "Oh, 
you know, go away, go away, go away. So Tattoo thinks he's up to something. And he's like, hey, Tattoo, after a chess game, uh, this woman here, her and her mother are going to come play violin and cello for you for your birthday or something like right. that. And he's like, oh, oh, great. And then as we're out there, this is where this other guy comes up riding an elephant. Remember this? Oh, yeah, that's right. So this guy comes up riding an elephant in like, Tarzan outfit or something, or like a Fred Flintstone. Outfit. Yeah, was it was wearing. like Fred Flintstone. <laughs> and he's it, like, it, he's gonna go spend two weeks in the jungle. That's his thing. Well, here's the thing: he rides up and he starts yelling, "Mr. Rourke, Mr. Rourke!" And he's waving his arms, like you're riding in on an <laughs> elephant that just like what, what does that sound they make like? Yeah, who did or something? What, what did they say? <laughs> who did? I don't so know what they. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. Just made that elephant sound, the trumpet sound. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you don't need to yell to Mr. Rourke. He sees you. He feels you elephant. coming. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but yeah. So um, his fantasy, you're right, is to stay in the jungle for two weeks. Right. And tattoo uh, has some thoughts about it. I got a little here. Boss, I hate to tell you this, but two weeks in the jungle with an elephant. This has to be the dumbest fantasy I ever had. <laughs> Sheba! Sheba, hurry! It's time! It's time, Sheba! <laughs> now, did he but bring the, Sheba with him? Or I don't it know. Or was supplied by Mr. Rourke? I mean, I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. But Mr. Rourke does look at Tattoo then saying, Do you think it's crazy now? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Yeah. And Tattoo's like, oh, man, could that be my birthday present? <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, he, it's almost like rubbing salt in the wound to him, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like not only are you not going to have girls at your birthday party, this dude is in the jungle for two weeks with this, like, lady. Yeah. But, um, who also had so, a Fred, Fred Flintstone-type outfit on. Yeah, Fred and Wilma. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, what we get a quick thing here where the vet invites her to dinner at his house, I guess, or at dinner. I don't know. Hey, he's like, yeah, it gets pretty lonely when I'm eating with just me and my son, <laughs> who doesn't talk. And my <laughs> and my wife died a year ago. She's like, oh, and then they just like leave. <laughs> like they don't like yeah. finish any conversation. Like, yeah, sure, they kind of like take off. Um. I imagine it's some sort of Stouffer's frozen dinner that they made from <laughs> Stouffer's Wait, well, did, bachelor didn't dinner. Did they end up in like it was like a picnic or something? Or was that that day? I don't know. Maybe that's what. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They come to back to it later. All right. Um. So at this point, we cut to Butch and Sundance. One of them's in a bathtub. And the other guy's getting a shave in the same room. <laughs> like, seriously? I mean, that's your idea of living it up is sitting in a bathtub with your friend in the same room as you? <laughs> I don't know that I saw that scene. <laughs> you didn't see that? It might not have been. It might not have been in where I watched it. No, that it was Because then some guy walks in. He starts taking their measurements. He's the undertaker guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, he he just like walks in, he starts measuring up. You know who it is right away because this is like the same thing they do. They used to do it all the time in cartoons. Remember, they'd always like, have the right. guy come and start measuring. 
And he's dressed like, you know, in every movie, The Undertaker, you know? Yeah, exactly. For these two guys not to know who he was, it's kind of ridiculous. Right. Yeah, exactly. If we knew who he was, they knew who he was. Right. Um, but they're, but they're like, what are you doing? He's like, well, you haven't heard Wyatt Earp's rolling into town, and basically you guys are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. Um, I got a little clip of it, actually, here, too. Hold on a second. You know something we don't? You haven't heard? Heard what? Marshal Wyatt Earp just rode into town. He said he's going to kill both of you. Wyatt Earp? you got to be kidding. In my profession, dying is not a kidding matter. And in most professions, dying is not a pro- kidding matter <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's true. I'm not sure wow. of a profession where dying would be a kidding matter. Um, no. Can't come yeah. up with one. So... Now the guys are a little scared. Understandably, right. maybe they're starting to realize the uh, but what they signed up for. Yeah, but I mean that's what they said. They're like, "That's why we did it. That's why we signed up." Yeah, but I don't. They didn't expect Wyatt Earp to show up. You know what I mean? Probably they not. just expected to be able to go run freely and you know be, be steal chased, money and whatever. be chased yeah. but not killed. I don't know. Right. Um, but yeah, so th- then we cut to, like you said, Kay and Lloyd are having a picnic and, um, he's like, oh yeah, Pip likes you. That's his kid's name, which now I forgot what his real name is, but it's not Pip. It was horrible. And uh, he's was. like, oh, he's not receptive to strangers. And, uh, he's like, he doesn't talk much. And, and then I'm like, since his mom died ever, can you help us out a little bit? Cause that's all he says. <laughs> At first, I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. So he goes and like kind of runs off by himself, and he's got a book and he's reading. So she goes over and she's like, "Oh, twenty thousand leagues under the sea," you know, Captain Nemo, blah blah blah. And she's like, "Oh, uh, let's read it together." And she starts reading, and he freaking yanks the book away from her and just fucking takes off. Bitch slaps um, her. No, he didn't. Yeah, basically. Now he finally tells us that he hasn't talked since his mom died. And he's like, doctors say there's nothing we they can do. Right. Like, no, they did not tell you that. <laughs> well, for, uh, you have not it, gone she, to he right hasn't doctor. talked since his, mo- since his mom died. Now you read that book that she used to read to him, and you've set him back even further. So thank you yeah. for that. Now That's he's never going to talk. Yeah. Right. yeah. right. But yeah, the doctor said there's nothing they could do. I'm like, they probably didn't try real hard, really. I don't know. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then he explains that that was their favorite book that they read together. But, you know, he's hiding like Captain Nemo, which, granted, I haven't read 20,000 Leagues in the Sea, so I'm not sure what that means. But Captain Nemo must hide out, probably trying to stay away from um, sea monsters, right? Uh, but know. he's like, I, hey. I'll, I'll be honest. I had the book. Never read it. <laughs> you have it? I, I I don't uh, I don't I probably still don't have it, but I, at one point in my childhood I had the book. Oh, okay. Um, and then he's like, "Hey, why don't you come to Founders Day?" And um, so I she kind of she agrees to it, although it <laughs> she accepts boring any as hell. invitation from this guy, like yeah. anything he asks her to do. She's like, yeah. "Yep, I'm there." Why don't you come murder some people with me? Okay, right. <laughs> I'm in. Um, but then uh, what I notice here though is so. Pip is sitting over on the curb waiting for some guy to drive over his feet. And the dog is sitting next to him. And they keep like adding these 
fake dog noises like the dog's like whoop, 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 making all these yeah, noises like, like, yeah. we know the dog's there you don't need to add the noise <laughs> just he's just sitting there he's not making any it, noise and it would actually be awkward if the dog was making all that noise while he was sitting there I mean, because they were like kind of peacefully just sitting there. Right. He had his arm around yeah. the dog. Yeah. And if the dog was really making all that racket, it'd be like, what is up with the dog? Right. Um, so now we go back to the Butch and Sundance. Wyatt Earp uh, walks into the bar that they're in. They're like upstairs, I think, still, but I think they've gotten dressed at this point. Yeah. He's like, I don't reckon you're going to come peaceful, do you? And, uh, <clears throat> Basically, they uh, say, nope, and take off. <laughs> yeah, they run. So I, th- I got a little clip. Yeah. I think this is the clip when he comes in over here. Nice to see you, boys. I don't reckon you come peaceful, so uh, anytime you're ready. You ready? Nope. Me neither. <laughs> so they take off. They're like, no, <laughs> we're not ready. Yeah. And they run so, and jump out of And I was a little disappointed here, though, because I was thinking, all right, first, you know, White Herper's talking crap, right? And he actually gives them an opportunity. He's like, whenever you're ready. So you know he's not going to draw first. So they should, you know, there's two of them. They could have just started. And he's in the open. They didn't take advantage of that. And then, uh, yeah, and then White Herper. He lets one loose, and then they're like, holy crap, that guy's shooting real bullets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think so they thought like, it was like fake came or like a real thing to them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now um, they're I don't scared. think they know he's a, at this point, I think they think he's the real wider, but I don't think they think he's a yeah. guy on a fantasy trip or whatever. Right. Um, but then when they jump out that window, they happen to, when they land in that hay bale thing. Um. Yeah. It turns out that's being driven by Mr. Rourke. And um, they're like, well, you know, this guy's going to kill us. He's like, well, yeah, <laughs> that's his fantasy. <laughs> it's to hunt you guys down. Yeah. But, but we want out of this. They're like, eh, sorry, I told you what was going to happen. And um, actually, I got a clip of that, too, here. Hold on. It's kind of longish, but it's pretty good because, again, I got Mr. Rourke. Gentlemen. You seem to be in a bit of a hurry. Mr. Rourke, there's a guy up there who thinks he's Wyatt Earp. Indeed. The fastest gun in the West. He's trying to kill us. you got to stop him. Mr. Rourke cannot do that. Uh, Tattoo is quite correct. Uh, Marshal Earp has his fantasy, too. And uh, you are wanted men. Well, in that case, we, uh, we want our fantasy terminated right here and right now. Oh, Mr. Cassidy, I'm afraid I can't do that either. I tried to warn you of the consequences of your fantasy before you started, didn't I? But he's going to kill us! For the remainder of the weekend, he's certainly going to try. <laughs> That's the part I like the best. Like, for the remainder of the weekend, he's certainly going to try. Good luck out it there. It last that long, right? I hope now, they have guns, right? shooting lessons. Yeah, but do, do they know how to use them? I don't know, but like at that point, I'd be like pointing at Mr. Rourke, being like, Dude, "Get me out of here!" <laughs> or just take tattoo, go. All right, let us let us out of here, or this guy gets it. I don't care if it's yeah. his birthday. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I wonder so how old he off. was. What's that? I wonder how old tattoo was for his birthday that year. Oh, I don't know. His fantasy was I mean, to be eighteen again. 
I'm going to say they're like um, they're timeless. Like those guys are immortal. Right. At least Mr. Oh, Rourke, yeah. you know. At least Mr. Rourke is, yeah. Yeah. Because, remember, Tattoo does not last through this whole series. Someone else takes over. Mr. Belvedere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I don't think I watched any of those episodes, but. All right, so. I don't think I did either. Um, now we go back to the boring Founders Day celebration. Right. And Which even may actually turn out to be the creepiest part of this whole show <laughs> I don't why is that like why do but, you think it's the creepiest so at, part at, at, so at one point i don't know the, the girl gets separated from from lloyd and the kid right yeah and there's this clown talking to her and like <laughs> oh you're a pretty oh, wait, lady well, let's not get to that yet because hold on let's okay let's, am i jumping we, way ahead? yeah we're jump a little too far ahead okay um so basically Lloyd says, Hey, you gotta get involved in this. You gotta do stuff. And he's like, I'm judging oh, yeah. the jelly competition. And I'm like, Oh, that sounds exciting. And he's doing like some three legged race, some potato sack race. Yeah. And so they walk him by and there's this guy yelling, and I guess it's like a pig calling competition. You're trying to get this pig. She's like, Well, I'm great at making noises. So she goes over there to try to get the the pig to make noises or to yeah. come to her. And somehow she makes the kid laugh a little bit. And, you know, her dad's obviously excited. <laughs> do you have, he doesn't laugh. Do, but Do you have the clip of her? No, I do not have the clip of them. No. Because oh, it wasn't very good. <laughs> it wasn't like she was even it was trying. Like so, it was like, is that something from like Hee Haw or something? Like, <laughs> I, I seem to remember like some show where someone would make that sound. Suey? That? I think that's a yeah. pretty standard pig calling sound. Oh, is it really? I'm, yeah. yeah, I should brush up on my pig, <laughs> pig calling. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, Pigs don't sound like that, just for the record. Yeah, so... But maybe they respond when to they, it better than... Yeah, when they go away, she starts talking to them and saying, oh, did you think that was funny? Did you like that? And this is when some guy walks up and's like, he's not going to answer you. He, you know, he's oh yeah, this yeah. guy's like part of the school board, and he's a dick. He basically sounds like he wants his kid out of the school. Yeah, and that's I pretty much what he said. He's like, yeah, okay, yeah. What should we do next? He won't answer you. Who's this? The boy's unable to speak. Not unable, Mister Dummy. He'll talk when he's ready. Well, he better be ready by the beginning of school term, or he won't be able to resume his studies. You don't need to worry about Pip. He'll do just fine with his schoolwork. Oh, not in public school. I am a member of the school board, you know, and your son has no place in a class with normal children. Normal? Are you saying he's abnormal, you overstuffed windbag? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that was kind of mean. Yeah, and I, honestly, and I'm not a physical type of guy, but... If someone said something like that, my kid is standing right there. He's going to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, school board, whatever. That was not cool. No. Um, but. And then, so when he walks away, Penny. she calls after him, like the pig Her noises again. And the kid laughs. Yeah. And yeah. someone, wait, does the kid say you're a funny lady? Someone says you're a funny lady. 
And I'm yeah, like, no, no, she isn't. I don't think it was the kid. Yeah. No, the kid didn't say it. He didn't, because he, no, it wasn't the kid. Yeah. Someone did. Okay. But anyway, they kind of, the dad and kid take off. And now is the part you're talking about with, where a clown starts talking to her. Yeah. So why don't you go yeah, ahead? So what were you going to say about that? Yeah. So he's like, oh, you're a pretty lady. <laughs> or something, you know. I'm like, how this is so weird. And then it turns out to be Mr. Rourke dressed as a clown. So he starts talking. I don't know what he says because I was so disturbed. <laughs> he's like, how I mean, are you clowns- liking your life, your like undiscovered life? And she's like, oh, it's pretty good. She's like, I feel like a normal person. Um, and actually I have a little clip of it cause he's, he goes on to say like, you know, she's like, I'm not expected to make people laugh all the time. He's like, wow, it's, you know, that's a gift to be able to do that. And, um, he's like, it could be, well, here, I'll just play it here. Hold on a second. I do know that as Catherine Petrino, I feel more like a person. Why? Because I'm not expected to make people laugh all the time. And yet your gift of humor is something that many people would consider most precious. I'm sure that they would. Right now, I'm not so sure that I do. Really? And what was it you used when you made the little boy laugh? Who were you then? Catherine or Kay? Oh, my dear Miss Patrino, don't you know that a gift of humor is like any other gift? It can be used for good, or it can be wasted. I really thought he was going to say "or evil." <laughs> for a minute, yeah, I did too. It. For good or too. evil, I'm like, wow, how evil? And and I, I heard none of that during when I watched the show because I'm still like, holy crap, that's Mister Rourke dressed like a clown. <laughs> You're like, that's Pennywise. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was kind of freaked out. Yeah, and then, well, then I'm thinking. Actually, after hearing it just now, I'm like, he's part the devil and part psychologist, really, because he's got like right. his powers and he's got like the psychological breakdown of yeah, you know what people need and want. You got to use your power of humor for good, Kay. Come on, right? Think of Patch Adams and, and all the kids work, he made feel better in the hospital. What's right. that? If that doesn't work, I will hex you. With my <laughs> yeah, exactly. Devil powers. Yeah, you'll be ever. <laughs> if you do not use your humor for good, you'll be tormented by forever staying in this Founders Day par- <laughs> party. And you'll never be like able to leave. everywhere. <laughs> You're stuck here forever. So then she, she turns away. This is so the creepiness isn't over. She turns away. <laughs> With her balloon and like looks back and starts talking again. And now Mr. Rogue's gone. But in his place is a small clown. And was it tattoo. tattoo? Yeah. Yeah. Which did he say anything? Even, I can't remember. Yeah, he did. He said something and it I don't Hello, know. Hello, pretty but... lady. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come to my birthday party. <laughs> I'm having so, a party next week. <laughs> <laughs> I was just I'm still thinking about that. <laughs> Mr. Rourke and Tattoo as clowns interchangeably. Uh, right. It's unsettling. Yeah, I didn't even write down I I vaguely remember that now. I didn't even write down that uh she had or that tattoo had taken the play taken over. Cuz you're 
you're in, still in shock from Mr. Rourke being a clown. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. It. Yeah. But... <laughs> and then, I don't know. Then we switch scenes. What are we back to Butch Cassidy? Yes. Uh, we're back to Butch Cassidy. Uh, what are they doing here? Sorry, I just screwed up my notes. Um, I think they were somehow coming up with a plan, right? They wanted to. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, they're hiding out. Oh, yeah. And they're they're hiding in like some building, and they happen to happen across a box of dynamite just laying out. Which you know that's how it was in the West. Dynamite it was, was everywhere, laying around everywhere. Um, yeah, you got the railroad tracks, the mines. Yeah, yeah, they gotta blow shit up all the time. <laughs> so there's just like yeah. dynamite laying around. It's like a necessity. And they don't have time to lock it up every night. It was like glue um, to, to us today, right? You, you have glue <laughs> at your house somewhere. Or a screwdriver. I don't know. Right. Yeah, just any average tool. Um, so then they come up with a plan, but they don't tell us what the plan is. No. But you know it's going to be something good because it's got dynamite. Yeah. So, But then we cut back to the Founders Day Parade. And, or a par- I keep calling it a parade. A parade. My town actually a has a Founders Day parade, so that's yeah. I would understand what if I was saying it. <laughs> um, so the uh, I, I can't remember why though. For whatever reason, the kid runs off. I don't. I didn't write down why. Do you remember why he ran off? Kind but of so does the dog. I think they're just yeah, running. I don't, I don't think they're running away from anything. And <laughs> you see it coming because all of a sudden, as the dog is running down the street, there's a milk truck backing slowly out of the driveway and you hear a little <laughs> you're yeah. like, oh shit the dog just got hit yeah um and you know luckily his dad's a vet so we go some fantasy island the dog know, right? is hit by a milk truck so we go to the vet and the dad you know he's looking over the dog he doesn't look very happy he's got like a big bandage around the dog and he's like, you know, we're waiting for the anesthetic to wear off. You know, he's like, sometimes it just doesn't wear off or something like that, right? Sometimes it just, like, doesn't wake up. I'm like, sometimes nice. it just kills him dead right there on the spot, son. <laughs> but, <laughs> what the hell? But the thing is, so <laughs> I have a <laughs> the clip of it. But she basically tells the kid, why don't you go tell the dog you love him? You know, he he's not going to abandon you like your mom did or whatever, if, unless you right. tell him you love him or something. She's like, I'm like, what the hell? Wait, You're um, messing on. this know, kid up. Here, I got it right here. Are you going to let Duke die without telling him that you love him? <laughs> Duke. I love you, Duke. Don't die. Please don't die. So... That clip right there, in between where she tells him, are you going to let your dog die? <laughs> to him actually going and saying something to the dog is about 20 seconds of that music. Like, just, yeah. I had to cut it out because it was just too long. And at one point, the dad gets kind of pissed. He's like, Kate. Right. He's like, what are you telling the kid this Whatever. for? Yeah. Yeah. And, um. And ba- Damn it, Lloyd. Like, he needs to know. Yeah, and then she says something. I'm like, nobody wants to die. She didn't want to leave you. You've got to go on without her. You have to talk to us. You know, Duke needs you to come to 
call him back. And his dad gets all mad again. But, you know, she's like, someone's got to say all this. Like you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> and the kid says it. And the dog's like, okay, I'll get up. And then she hugs Lloyd and it's super sappy and totally yeah. Hallmark movie, like you said. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't actually remember the dog getting up. I thought he died at the end. Well, he didn't get up. I, he just kind of moved around. All right. And I wrote him off. <laughs> basically, like, at this dead. point, Lloyd's like, well, why don't you stay with us? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. You've known her for like two days. Yeah, right. <laughs> You've taken her to like nine events and hired her. Nine events and in two days, you're free. Yeah. Um, but she's like, but no, I got to go back. And uh, I, I have to be who I am. And I'm going to miss you guys. No, you're not. You were here for two days. Right. You're going to forget about them after like two weeks at the most. But then I was thinking, like, maybe I got the wrong lesson. I was thinking, hey, it's good to be a normal person with this ability to make people laugh. And right, exactly. Just live a normal life. But see, but no, she saw it differently. <laughs> She's not helping enough people. That's what it is. She's got to help more people with the power of laughter through TV. I see. So that's why I am not a comedian because <laughs> I don't see that. So and I'm not funny. <laughs> I, I, and I also found it funny that they're walking out of the vet. It's probably five in the afternoon at this point, and they're already taking down all the stuff for Founders Day. I'm like, Jesus, it's yeah. already over. What a lame ass yeah. Founders Day. <laughs> It's uh, it's a but it's I a long day. No they probably started beer. early. <laughs> yeah, but that was boring. So anyway, um, yeah, we cut back to Wyatt Earp. Wyatt is walking down the street, and Sundance comes out to meet him. And Butch is like hiding under—I don't know what he's hiding under—but he's got like a stick of dynamite in his hand, ready to go. And he—he's like under a bunch he, of like, wood or something. You know? Yeah, and then he like lights it too early because he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like doesn't know what to do with it or whatever and then just before they go to draw he throws it in front of Wyatt Earp and it blows up in front of him and startles them and they knocks him down I think and they grab his gun yeah. and they're like all right it's over so I wasn't sure like was that the plan or did the plan so. go bad because it lit early I don't think they were trying to kill him I think they were just no no to... right I don't think so I mean this is you know but then TV. my thought was, these guys were all on fantasies. Do they have to ride the same plane home now with this white herb guy? <laughs> like, right. Yeah, we fucked up you your fantasy. <laughs> I'm going to say, since I think Wyatt Herb came in a day later, he's probably still got a day left on his, Maybe. his ticket. Maybe he'll, he'll hunt down some other... Um, yeah. Maybe Jesse James. Maybe. Or maybe he'll have like the OK Corral. You know, I don't know. Yeah. So... Um, What's that? Okay, so we go back. They're all getting ready to go on the plane now. You got the girls on the right. side just laughing for no reason, holding drinks. Sure. Oh, by the way, I didn't say at the beginning. I did notice, like, you know, they have all the ladies holding the drinks, right, for the guys when they come through, uh, anyone off the plane. There's, like, 15 of them, and there's, like, four seats on that airplane. Who's drinking all these drinks? <laughs> yeah, right. But the anyway, go by. so... Uh, the guys admit that they got homesick, so they're going home. I'm like, what a bunch of wimps. And, yeah, well, um, their comment was, hey, we were thinking about changing our tickets in home and exchanging them for tickets to, you say, South America? To yeah, I heard, continue yeah, their fantasy? Like, well, I, I didn't make the connection. 
They said something about South America, but I think they said they were homesick. I think he didn't he offer something about South America, but regardless, they were going home. And um, so they all get on the airplane, and Tattoo's like, "Oh, I mean, Mr. Rook's like, oh, Tattoo, happy birthday, by the way." And um, he's like, "I, I bet you're happy. You don't have to party all night, hang out with the women, open all these presents, and you can just relax." And uh, <laughs> he said, I don't know, I got a little clip of it here that's easier this way. It must be a great relief to you knowing that this year you won't have to party through the night, fight off pretty girls, dance to loud music. Oh, a great relief. I can hardly wait for the chess game. Indeed. Uh, somehow I have a feeling it may be days before we get to it. Behind you. So I guess we're yeah. not going to see tattoo for a couple of days. Yeah, right. He was in the. <laughs> he actually had his letter of resignation prepared, but he tore it up <laughs> after that. So. Yeah, exactly. So they all go home, work, and I guess all's well that ends well. What's yeah. it? Nobody died, so I guess that's good. Yeah, nobody died. Even the white herp used real bullets. Not sure yeah. how they. It's it's. I mean, the dog didn't even die. Did. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but overall, it was. Uh, I don't know. This show. <laughs> <laughs> overall, it, it sucked. But <laughs> it really. It wasn't. It wasn't one of the greatest episodes of Fantasy Island that I remember. Well, the, the thing is, I think a show like this just doesn't age well because they can't make it as dark as they want right like yeah. remember we talked about this before like when they brought back fantasy island they made it a lot darker um it right. only lasted and, a short time but and if they brought it back on like hbo or something then it yeah be well like, they would be basically yeah. like westworld westworld is super dark yeah, yeah. um but yeah this, this is just turns out to be cheesy i mean you got like you said your lifetime movie hallmark movie or whatever yeah and then your and i guess you know g if disney if, outlaw movie if the target audience was kids or not, I don't, I don't no. really know. No, because this came on late. This was on after Love Boat. So this was like, you know, 9 p.m. show, Central Time, 10 Eastern. Oh, okay. So um, not, not yeah. So this wouldn't have been for kids. <laughs> no. Today it would be because it just. Yeah, because it's pretty it's, tame. Yeah. yeah. So overall, yeah, could leave it. But it was fun watching it to see Mr. Work. <laughs> Tattoo as a clown. <laughs> as a clown. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta find, I gotta find a photo of that. So. Oh, I'm sure there's photos. Um, but anyway, before we get uh, get out of here, um, we got a clip to play um, of one of our Big Heads Media podcast partners. Uh, this one is uh, their podcast is called Wasting Time. So hold on, I just lost it. Let's play it real quick. Hey everyone, I'm Chris. I'm Beth. And I'm Matt. 
Join us every Wednesday for Wasting Time, our podcast where we talk about pop culture, life, and our favorite things. From the movies we love to the TV shows we're obsessed with. And from politics to parenting to whatever else is on our mind. Give us a listen each Wednesday and then find us on Facebook and Twitter to tell us what you're loving. We're part of the Big Heads Media Group and we can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Come waste some time with us. All right, there you go. Waste some time with those guys. Um, uh, pop culture, kind of like us, but a little bit different because they do modern day stuff. We're like a retro pop, uh, pop culture, right? So it's like things that have already right. happened. So Right. Anyway, uh, yes, part of Big Heads Media, uh, like we are. Um, go check them out. There's a whole bunch of podcasts out there. So after you're done listening to ours, go listen to all those other ones. You got plenty to choose from TV, sure. pop culture, a lot of sports. Anyway, just so remember uh, to keep this one at the top of the list. Right. Exactly. Ours always has to be at the top. Um, any other thoughts you have about fantasy Island, Mike, or this particular fantasy Island? No, no, there's <laughs> nothing more to say. I kind of want to know what kind of presence tattoo you got. Yeah, I would like to see the after party footage or the after right. after fantasy <laughs> footage. It's where the real fantasy begins. You find him like face down in a cake somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no clothes on ex- yeah. or something. I don't know. I, d- I can tattoo with a tattoo on his back of tattoo of something. tattoo. <laughs> yeah. He's got a tattoo his, his of face, himself. Ta- a tattoo of his face on his back. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that would be great. All right. Um, We're still deciding on our next episode. We'll let you guys know soon. Uh, We appreciate your waiting for our delay. Sometimes life happens. Um, But anyway, uh, yeah, I guess that's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Uh, I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. And we'll uh, talk to you guys next time. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.